Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live with the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson, where us and about 900 other friendos gathered to watch a pretty shocking end to the WWE pay per view day one, uh, where Brock Lesnar uh, pinned. The current champion, Big E, for that WWE title. Of course, this comes off of news earlier in the day. Roman Reigns tested positive, unfortunately, for COVID. And so Brock was inserted into Seth Rollins' match mm-hmm. against Big E, uh, which Kevin Owens had been inserted into and Bobby Lashley had been inserted into as well. We're going to talk about all this in a second. Uh, uh, we should probably mention really quick that I think on Monday, we're going to talk about the Tony Khan Twitter thing from uh, day 365 of 2021 because there's a lot to digest there. But this is uh, we're definitely going to get to it uh, on Monday. And it's we're, it's kind of going to be kind of interesting to see if between now and then he says anything else or there's anything else to add to this situation. Seems like it might be kind of a, a, a continuing, evolving thing. So we are going to wait for Monday to, to give our thoughts about that. Mm-hmm. But by no means are we avoiding it. We're going to talk about it. Um, but this is honestly, we were going to wait till Monday to do this, too. And I told Larson today at the head of our watch along, if something stupid or crazy happens, like, I don't know, Brock wins the title, then I'll, I'll do the review tonight. Yeah, so we're doing the review tonight. Yeah, Brock with the title, surprising. I know. Um, I mean, I guess whenever Brock's in a championship match, you can't discount the idea that he's going to walk out with that title. Um, and so there's a lot to unpack with just that finish of that one match. Like, was Brock going to beat Roman? Was Big E going to lose his match? And they thought, well, those two things were going to happen anyways. 
let's just do this and maybe set up something a title for title thing at WrestleMania. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I guess uh, I'm bummed out that Big E lost, and I'm doubly bummed out that he ate the pin. I kind of felt like you have someone else eat that pin. And then down the mm-hmm. line, it protects Big E. And down the line, if you want to revisit Big E versus Brock, seemingly they, they're setting up Lashley versus Brock for either Rumble yeah. or at Mania. Yeah. You know, protect Big E. You know, because now he had, what, about two-and-a-half-month, three-month title reign? Yeah. That never really felt like it had an opportunity to really get going. Mm-hmm. And that's a bummer. Yeah. It, you know, dude, I, I we've talked about this before. You can always sort of tell there are certain signifiers when it comes to how serious WWE will consider somebody in their title reigns. Uh typically somebody will get a bit of a, a, a rebrand they'll get. It's funny because I actually, I, a video I did in wrestle juice. I don't know. Last week I looked at, for example, for example, Bobby Lashley. I don't know if you remember this at WrestleMania 36, uh, 35, he lost to Aleister black. Mm-hmm. He was basically, I'm not going to say buried of course, but he, you know, it was unimpressive. Mm-hmm. And then, they realized, hey, we can do something with this guy. They put him with MVP. They uh, gave him the entire Hurt business. Uh, they had him go on an immense winning uh, uh, winning run. Uh, they had him do that U.S. title thing with Apollo Crews. He won the U.S. title, was a dominant U.S. champion. Um, and then they they basically refreshed him. They gave him uh, uh, you know, a fresh coat of paint, a win streak. Yeah. You can tell they were investing in him. Yeah. And I do think that Bobby Lashley is one of the better championship reigns we've had in recent history. That's not really saying a whole lot because there's been a lot of bad championship reigns, but they showed him as a dominant champion. Yeah. Um, Big E did not get any of that. He did not get the benefit of any of that. He got a cash in, which typically is reserved for heels, Mm -hmm. a cash in on the, on the tail end of Bobby Lashley being in a match. Mm -hmm. Um, his only real signature wins came against Bobby Lashley, which is sort of to be expected, but also Kevin Owens. Drew McIntyre, well, yeah. who is already Drew, on his yeah. way out, yeah. who is already on his way out. So it really was not surprising. Um, he didn't really get that sort of reset. He didn't get like, okay, he got a new theme song, but with so many memorable title reigns, I think like Triple H when he ditched DX became the game, you know? That kind of stuff. John Cena, uh, you know, he started doing the, the the Doctor of Thugonomics stuff, and then he even got another reset when he became sort of the, the Cena that we know today. Mm-hmm. All the memorable title reigns sort of get that reset where the audience understands, oh, this is why they're on another level. Biggie never got that. And it's not shocking that this would happen, and it's really sad, and I sadly don't think that there's going to be any second opportunity for him it's a bummer but i just don't see it yeah i I mean after brock won they focused on a stare down between brock and lashley so that's the next yes the next feud for both of them you know Mm -hmm. they were they were not shy about really focusing on that um you know i guess the circumstances around biggie cashing in i guess you know lends to your point about how he didn't get that um kind of rebrand you know, he was on SmackDown. He won the the briefcase, and seemingly it was it was a, a rushed decision. 
to have him show up on Raw to cash in. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, rather yeah. even they were even kind of teasing a, 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 a thing between New Day and mm-hmm. and Bloodline, and they just mm-hmm. didn't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, whether that was a decision to try to get a rating up, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 a bummer because you know we've been fans of of Biggie here at going oh, yeah. in Raw for a number of years. You know, wanted wanting him to get a, a really good championship run, and maybe it'll happen in the future. I was kind of hoping it would happen now. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem that way. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, I, I guess from a business perspective, you can have Brock on one show, Raw, Roman on the mm-hmm. other show, SmackDown. Your two marquee names, or two of your three, including Becky. I guess you, from a business perspective, they probably think that's they need to do that, especially with raw ratings not being very good right now. I think they got about a million and a half this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quick correction, also. Sorry, uh, Lashley Alistair Black was at thirty six. Lashley Drew was at thirty seven, and Lashley lost to Finn Balor at thirty five. Yeah. Um, thank you for whoever in the chat, point, uh, Dope Freddie. Thank you very much for pointing that out. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the flip side of it, isn't it? USA is paying a billion dollars. NBC Universal is paying like a billion dollars for Raw. Mm-hmm. There's no way they should have a B-level champion. And it's not. It's nothing on Big E at all. It's strictly how this is a scripted form of entertainment. It is how he is booked. They had him struggling against Austin Theory. Yeah. They had him lose clean against Roman Reigns. If I'm the head of USA, I'm like, wait a second. Why don't you want that finish? We're paying a billion dollars, and on our network, you on our cable channel, you don't have your top champion. They've got Becky Lynch. Bianca Belair was a massively over. She still is. Yeah, a massively over babyface. Becky Lynch comes in. Why don't you just split their brands? What you have two big stars. Why don't you just put them on different brands? I know. And then you've got these these huge stars. This makes all the sense in the world if you're USA because Brock and Roman are on the same level. You have Brock anchoring Raw. You've got Roman anchoring SmackDown. If Brock's going to be there, if he's going to be present, then do that. I don't know. Maybe it's funny because you sort of you look at you when you watch Raw, you watch SmackDown, whatever, you sort of get a sense of who's peaking with the head yeah, with, Vince, with Vince, right? Yeah. And this, I'll always take it back, and I know it's, it's because of such a, it was such a seminal going in raw moment when I chose Otis to win Money in the Bank because he was peaking with Vince McMahon as at ridiculous. Right time, I know at the, as ridiculous of a character as Otis was at the time. I was like, man, this guy's everywhere. He's everywhere, and AJ makes so much more sense. But Otis was everywhere, and he was peaking. He was main eventing. I know Otis was. I know consistently before and consistently. after playing the bank. Yeah, and I wonder if, given that we've seen those video packages with Lashley, given that he did have a re- he brought Goldberg to a really fun match at Crown Royal, um, he's been on a bit of a dominant streak. Maybe Vince is like, "Hey, I want to do Lashley Brock. Brock's not going to be around for a long time. We kind of figure that, anyways. What if the plan is Lashley gets that title off of?" Brock, I don't know because I don't know how do you do Brock Roman now. I mean, it's got to be title for title at WrestleMania. Yeah, you think they do that? I don't know if they'll do that, but that's... could you? 
Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania title for title and, and Roman's headlining both shows. I could see that if they think Roman is the main reason why SmackDown does so much better than Raw, which it kind of does like some weeks it, I mean, it's like gets six, seven hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah, I know. Well, you could I mean, I guess it's possible to kind of have your cake and eat it, too. You, you can have Brock versus Lashley on night one. And they could do a thing. Well, whoever wins that match gets Roman at, uh, the the, uh, the main event of night two. Mm-hmm. Um, and and set it up that way, or you can do Lashley versus Brock at the Rumble. That kind of seems mm-hmm. the the based on how intently they were focusing on the two of them at the close of the show. That seems to be the match. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I mean, pretty surprising outcome. I was not expecting that. So somebody here in our Twitch chat mentioned something about. A deleted Fox tweet? Mm-hmm. What is that? Have you seen anything about that? I've seen uh, people here talk about Jorge D uh, mentioned it. I've, I'm trying to find it on if there's like a, anybody's got a screen grab on Twitter or anything so I can actually see mm-hmm. see it and I can't find it yet. But apparently yeah. it, it was it was uh, Fox on WWE. Again, we haven't. Oh, Macho T rated. Thank you so much, Macho T. Thank you, Macho. Haven't, T, haven't man. seen a screen grab, so voice. so uh, you know, take it, yeah, yeah, with a grain of salt, um, huh? That that they uh, WB on Fox said Big E won mm-hmm. the main event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brock, I think the idea was Brock had won the. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, if that that would not shock me at all. If that was. If that was the plan, if Big E was was set to win and Brock was set to win, is that I think that's what they said. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that, that's the thing about WWE. For better or worse, you get this unpredictable shit sometimes because stuff just it just it domino effects. You know, yeah. Bro, Roman's down. Hey, how do we make a big splash? Um, uh, Jorge, so sorry, Jorge yeah. D says the screen gap is on on Squared Circle on Reddit. Ah, okay, okay. Um, so I mean, before we get to the the match by match, there's another thing too. Um, is uh, uh, so for the longest time we said whoever lost the Roman Brock match tonight was probably gonna win the Rumble. Now they're both mm-hmm. walking out. Well, Brock's walking out, WWE champion. Roman's still yeah. Universal champion. Yeah, obviously it doesn't seem like. Thank you, White Proud. You sent the the pick. Thank you. Um, doesn't seem like either of them are probably gonna win the Rumble. So. Uh, the field for that is seemingly wide open at this juncture. Mm-hmm. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Oh, yeah, there it is. It's interesting because it's got Brock's picture and yet says Big E won even though Lesnar isn't listed amongst the competitors in the match. Hmm. Well, something to talk about on Monday, I guess. What could have been, what would have been. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, the, the whole stare down between Brock and Lashley. I mean, I, I would suspect that would be unless uh, I'd love to think that Big E's going to get a rematch, before, you know, at the Royal Rumble, at least give him a pay-per-view loss. If you're going to have him give him a loss. Something tells me that has happened on Raw, though. <laughs> you know, Um so I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was uh, the show itself was sort of up and down. Um, it wasn't, uh, you know, there was some there was some decent wrestling on it. Yeah, there's there's some good uh, matches. I, I didn't think it was a it was a poor show. Um, no, I didn't think it was bad. Um, I mean, apart from Madcap Moss versus Drew McIntyre, which probably should have been on the kickoff, if not on the episode of SmackDown. I thought all the matches were pretty solid. Um, some there of them were pretty we- good. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. They, uh, yeah, I mean, there was there's only six. Well, there's only seven of them, considered, including the opener, which was a curiosity. We could just sort of dive into sure, it, sure, um, and 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 hit the beats as we go along. Sheamus well, was supposed to be really Sheamus and Ridge Holland, and that's how it started out versus Cesaro and Ricochet in tag team action. Ridge Holland pretty early in the match got hit with a, sh- a standing shoot, uh, standing, uh, was it a moonsault? I think it was a shooting it? star press. Maybe it was a moonsault from uh, Cesaro was kind of helping Ricochet do one in the ring. And then upon landing, Ricochet basically, la- one of his feet landed on Ridge's face. Yeah. And you could see. Flush. They replayed it several times in slow-mo. And mm-hmm. you could see the boot, oh, the standing 450, okay. The boot go right up against his mouth, the nose. And then Ricochet like kind of gets his balance under him, still kind of stepping on Ridge's face, yeah. and so he was busted open. And then he rolled. Eventually, he gets you know he he goes to his corner. Sheamus tags in. He gets treated by trainers. They take him backstage and they announce commentary announces he had a broken nose. He's not returning to the match. And so you can tell they kind of had to call the rest of the match on the fly, right? Yeah. Um. And uh, uh Sheamus handled the business because I'm guessing Sheamus and Ridge were were booked to win initially. Um, and uh, he he hits uh, Ricochet with an air raid crash on the floor and then hits Cesaro with a bro kick in the ring to get the win. I appreciate that they stuck to the plan. <laughs> and this just looked like an amazing win for Sheamus. <laughs> he just wiped the floor with these two dudes. <laughs> oh, man. I love, honestly, the, probably my biggest turnaround for wrestlers that I used to just not really care at all about and the guys that I love right now, Sheamus. Over the past two years, man, this dude has been putting banger after banger yeah. after banger. Yeah. It's been really good stuff. Um, Yeah, so anyways, after that, we had a stellar, a stellar yeah. Usos I versus mean, New Day The history match. these two teams have and putting on great matches, this one didn't disappoint. Oh, man, absolutely. No, this was this was absolutely great stuff. Um. And we got to see a 3D finish. Yeah. 
This was awesome. The Usos pulled out a 3D uh, twin over the New Day on uh, on Kofi. But man, the New Deers, the, the new the New Day's gear was just awesome. It was beautiful. Kofi's pants were amazing. I wonder what the. Amazing. I don't know if there was any. I, whenever I see their shit, like sometimes they make it really obvious. Like when they did, um, didn't they do like Thundercats gear before or something? I like that? think so. They've done Mortal Kombat. Um, Mortal Kombat like was the, obvious. The, the Basquiat gear they had was amazing. That was amazing. The, uh, yeah. uh, uh, Schoolhouse Rock stuff they had was awesome. That was great. Yeah. Sometimes they He-Man. do stuff and I'm like, yeah. I know what that is. Yeah. Do they do he Yeah. They did He-Man. Yeah. Kofi had and it's on the tip gear, of my yeah. tongue. But I'm curious if anybody knows if this was uh, motivated Tekken. by anything. People are saying Tekken. Oh, it was Tekken. Okay. I was not a big Tekken guy Same. growing up. Didn't really do the fighting games all that much. I would just sit there and like. Yeah, mash buttons. That's all I really did. But yeah, this match was great. We could list a bunch of moves, but really just watch it because it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Usos versus <laughs> New Day never disappoints. Uh, fantastic bout. And as you mentioned, uh, Usos hit Kofi with a 3D to get the win. Uh, after that, we had a Biggie interview. Uh, he talks about Brock being added to the WB title match, and he says he's reminded of the mantra of Ellis Island. But instead, tonight is bring me your Bobby, your Kevin, your Seth, your Beast. You can line them up, and I'll knock them down. Tonight won't be easy. I'll walk through fire, but somehow I'll find a way to leave here, WB champion. You know, at least he lost in a five-way to Brock Lesnar and not – what eight seconds against Brock Lesnar? What was it? It was like eight seconds, yeah, something like it that. It was eight, yeah, I believe. Yeah. After that, Randy Orton's uh, best friends, Migos, uh, Atlanta, uh, Atlanta Zone, had an interview. They're really happy to be there. They've been growing yeah. up on WWE. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, yeah, it. we'd see him again later too. We would. After that, we had a fart nine minutes and forty odd seconds. Madcap Moss About nine versus Drew McIntyre. About ninety minutes too, nine minutes too long. I mean, you could say yeah. ninety-two. <laughs> yeah, it, it was too long. It was too long. But you know, they uh, they cut they cut Roman versus Brock. I guess they had to fill up some time, so they they had this match go more than nine minutes, even though it shouldn't have. You know, I appreciate. I do appreciate. Madcap Moss is a guy who I thought. I honestly thought it's at at one point he was released when they showed him uh, back up Corbin. I was like, they brought him back. But he hadn't been really because he was like they released like a ton of people, and uh, and no, he's just been biding his time. He always looks great. He probably has a terrific work ethic. He's been through a lot of shit in WWE. I'm not a fan of what they're doing with him, but the man is on TV. He's getting paid, and he's out there putting in good work. This is a solid match. Yeah, he's a good wrestler. He's a good worker. Yeah. Um, so I can appreciate that. Yeah. The the, the human. Yes. Human. Is is out there in a pay per view match? Good for him. Yeah. Uh, good for his family. This, this, no, no, nothing we say about the length of this match is a knock against Riddick Moss. I, Could have been a squash. <laughs> I, I have enjoyed his work since his days in NXT. Uh, I remember we went to a house show here in Sacramento before the main event. He dropped a really funny promo, and ever since then, yeah. that night he really won me over. Um, that spot where he he's charging Drew, Drew evades, and he more or less ran full speed, shoulder first, the second turnbuckle. I know that thing's padded. It ain't much of a pad. Yeah, he was running yeah. full speed. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's commitment did, to your craft. He did well. He did well. And uh, uh, Drew McIntyre, of course, got the win here with uh, the Claymore. Uh, but uh, Madcap put in a spirited effort. Indeed. 
Um, and hopefully that bodes well for his future. Hopefully they like what he's doing and hopefully they get him out of this god awful gimmick. But uh, it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jorge says, oh, oh, yeah, because they wrote. So we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. Thank yeah, you, Jorge, yeah. for the I'll keep this pulled up here when, when we get to that. Oh, to, to that yeah. segment. Because that happens uh, pretty quickly uh, after that. We got to Kev after Drew won with a Claymore. Um, Kevin Owens had to interview. He says, it's a travesty that Brock was added to the match. It shouldn't have happened. He says, originally it was me and Seth versus Big E. Then Lashley stuck his nose in, in our business. But with Brock in it, now it's even worse. Says now it's not about him and Seth beating people up and then fighting between themselves for the title. It's about me taking it to Brock and avenging my best friend, my soulmate on SmackDown, Sami Zayn. And it says, uh, but now it's come up with a new plan. He says, I, 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 I got to go talk to Seth. And he storms off. Mm-hmm. Yep. After that, we had Street Profits versus RK Bro. Another really, really fun match. RK Bro, of course, they get out there, they wave out. Migos. Randy Orton's best friend since 2014. Yes, that's my understanding too. Uh, yes. To join them at ringside. They ended up being the difference maker. Also, the wonderful chemistry between RK Bro. The finish of this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it showed uh, Riddle throwing a pop-up of uh, Montez uh, for Randy Orton to, to hit the RKO on the pop-up. And before Orton goes for the pin, they did a little, did a little uh, slap, a little hand slap there. Yeah. You know, a little smile to each other, appreciation, yeah. some some bromance there, and uh, and Orton picked up the pin. But goddamn, this is a fun match. It dude. is a fun match, and in a lot of ways, it followed the template laid by most RK Bro matches, which is Riddle gets beat up a bunch. Yes, he gets the tag to Orton. He goes on a yeah. run. There's some back and forth RKO. You know, that's kind of mm-hmm. been the template by and large for their matches. But it seemed I, I like. The finish was great, and then the little, you know, uh, 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 hand slap at, at before the pin. You could tell now they're really getting on the same page. It seems like they want to. You want to get it till it's like, oh, at its best. And yeah. I don't know how to judge that with this, but they are, they are so in the thick of that bromance, and people love it. Do you pull the trigger now, or do you wait another month? Well, it depends if you want their mash to be at Mania, or you want to wait till SummerSlam. Oh man, biggest stage, dude. You think so, but this, but what yeah. you could do, hear me out, Steve. Okay. You have you have the one-on-one match, or at least blow off at SummerSlam. Orton goes over. Orton walks into Mania 39, champ. Riddle wins the Rumble. He yeah. beats Orton for the belt Ooh. at WrestleMania. Ooh. Ooh. You want to do long What if long their form, split happens at Mania? Long-form oh storytelling. Yeah, they lose the titles at Mania, yeah. You want to drag everybody down? Have them split up a mania? That'd be a bummer. Um, let's talk about somebody else in this match. Montez Ford. I've noticed lately. Speaking of uh, a, a bit of a difference of, the, of look, growing the beard out, growing the hair out a little bit. Looks like a million bucks. Uh, I wonder if he's foreshadowing a turn of turn. This guy make get give him a singles. Give him a singles run, man. Percent. But have him have him turn heel. Massive he was star. in there dancing. Yeah. He tagged in. He was Dan Orton said, are you done? And then he ends up eating the pin. Drop that dead weight, Dawkins. I like Dawkins. Go on a run. I like Dawkins. Me too, but, you know, there's got to be. You can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Oof. I finished that. That was a key line in that Watchmen show. I finally finished it this weekend. Holy it's shit. Good show. Oh, my God. That show. last bit. Oh, man. I was crying. I was bawling like a little baby. 
A little tiny baby. Anyways, after that, we had a Drew McIntyre interview where Matt uh, uh, Drew was really putting over Madcap, called him one tough son of a bitch, mm-hmm. saying, you know, me and Corbin go way back. He was one of his henchmen before. He That's says uh, he can really handle himself. Then, bang, attacked. Corbin comes in. Madcap comes in. No selling that Claymore. Beat the shit out of Drew McIntyre. Get him to the ground. They put a chair around his head, and then Corbin gets this big piece of metal, flotsam, part of the set. And completely annihilates the chair and Drew's neck yes, and, in the process. And we have breaking news here from Jorge D via WB Twitter. Sorry, breaking news from WB's Twitter via Jorge D. An injury update on Drew McIntyre. Cervical neck strain with severe contusions. Ouch. Uh, it continues here. Upon further evaluation by medical staff, you will have a follow-up with an orthopedic cervical specialist. Oh, wow. Ooh, I've got a vacation lined up. They're building up uh, heat for this this Drew McIntyre Baron Corbin feud. Oh Lordy B. That match is there whatever blow off match they have is gonna go over in nine minutes and forty seconds. Probably it's Baron not. probably. It probably will. It probably so. will. Yeah, probably. After that we had a Brock Lesnar interview. He does Paul Heyman's introduction to him, but he does it. There's no Paul Heyman there. He does it. He does it himself. And he says, uh, I do what I want to do. I'm a free agent. Thanks to my advocate, Paul Heyman. He says, so tonight I'm going to go to the ring. Sorry, I'm going to go to the ring and I'm going to walk out WWE champion. That's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. He's terrifying. Even when he's being charming, he's terrifying. He looks in the camera and it's like that time we were at the Never 2K forget event. that. Never forget that. Right? He's in the, his own little red carpet over there with Heyman. We're on the main red carpet. He was like, there was like 100 people between us and him. Oh, more than that. I feel like there was 100 people yeah. just around him. And I remember I stand on my tiptoes to see what's going on over there. And I feel like he made eye contact with me. And I just uh, sucked back down. I was Why well, We should have run. We should have got out of that place, man. Should have been like, fuck this. We're out of here. But no, we had to do he our has, video. He has a terrifying presence indeed. Intimidating presence. Intimidating presence. Oh, absolutely. Terrifying. After that, we had Miz versus Edge. Oh, man. It was like they were doing this on a trampoline. This was the safest match. And I I'd sort of called this at the beginning because we're like, why is Edge starting a feud with Miz or vice versa? And one of us speculated, you know, Miz is known to be a very safe worker. I don't want to call him soft, but just his style of matches. They're not the most physically demanding matches in the world. That's why he still literally looks the same as he did 15 That's years ago. That's why his he, he missed the, some time for the first time in his career when he tore his ACL, like 15 right. years into his career. Because these are just like the, the, the least physical matches. Not that I'd ever want to put myself through one, but comparatively speaking, yes. you know, I just watched that GCW show last night when Akira was eating glass, light tubes. That was horrible. Did you see that gif? Yeah. It was horrifying. Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. I wouldn't do um, that. Hey, by the way, I got us a couple of oh, uh, second row seats nice. to Prestige Wrestling Very here exciting. in Sacramento. Very exciting. So if y'all are in the NorCal area, come out to Sacramento's, the, what is it, the, the Colonial, Colonial Theater? Colonial Theater, yeah. For Prestige. Leo Rush is going to be there, yeah. the man of the hour. Yeah, that's exciting. Should be, Moth. should be fun. It should be fun, yeah. Mothman. Yeah. Uh, I did call to finish this match. I said that Maurice was going to get involved. Beth Phoenix was going to come out. To, to to ensure that Edge wins. And sure enough, that's what happened. Yeah, 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 dude. They buried the shit out of that skull crushing uh, finale. Skull crushing finale, man. Yeah, because uh, oh my uh, goodness, Edge is going for a spear, and then Miz leapfrogs it, and so Edge runs into the corner, and the Maurice hits Edge. 
Yeah. And then he gets he turns around right into a skull crushing finale, kicks at it too. It's as if the skull crushing finale actually gives you power. It powers you up seemingly. Like, yeah, like instead of your little HUD going down, it goes up into like yellow territory mm-hmm, instead mm-hmm. of being in you red remember territory. Remember in, in, in the, the THQ N sixty four games, you're on the verge of a special and it'll start kind of bouncing. Turning yeah, right. Red. Yeah. That's what it was yeah, doing. It was great. It so, was uh, the best feeling ever. It was. It was great. So, <laughs> Maria's interfered a couple times. One time, uh, uh, Edge had Miz in the deal and she put Miz's foot on the ropes. Um, but after that particular spot with the skull crushing finale, uh, you look in the crowd and people are standing up and they cut to the ramp and, and Beth Phoenix is standing there and she's fuming. She's mad. She's but she's not doing anything. She's just standing Bearing there. her teeth. And then finally, they, they hit her music, and she makes her way of the ring. So there's it's a vampiro was, effect. Whoever was running production of the truck was a little late hitting her music. It's, yeah, it's the vampiro effect. Yeah. So she, so she kind of chases Maurice around the ring and then up the ramp. And the Miz is not paying attention to Edge at all. He's like no. watching this. And and speaking of charging up, Edge is staying in that corner, just charging up that finish as much the as charge possible. charge finisher. He is just <laughs> He's charging got the it up. charge finisher, yeah. He hits a spear on Miz to get the win. We're totally going to get Edge and Beth versus Miz and Maurice probably at the Rumble. I'm looking forward and to that. that. Hey, Maurice, Maurice and Beth are both really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I like the dynamic here. This is going to be – this is actually going to be really fun and, more importantly, very safe. Speaking of people in the crowd, Maggie, Bex – and uh, the man turn. We're all in the crowd tonight at day one. And Maggie was so kind that she put up fully in view of the cameras, lacegems.com sign. And Lacey has gotten two orders on her jewelry website. Uh, uh, so thank you, Maggie, very That's much so for awesome. that. Lacegems.com. And it seems like they had a really fun time. She says here in the chat, about to drive home, but yay, Becky won. Also, only one woman's match on the entire card. Boo. Anywho, bye, friendos. Well, glad you had a good time, uh, Maggie, and thanks again. Uh, after that, we had a Bob Lashley interview. Um, Kevin's asking a question. MVP interrupts it. Says, Brock is a once-in-a-lifetime athlete, and he understands the rest of the men in this match are trembling with fear, but Lashley isn't. He's a once-in-a-lifetime athlete. He's the yin to Brock's yang. He's uh, uh, he welcomes the addition of Brock to the match because when he regains a title, he can say he defeated Brock as well. When he wins, it won't just be the first day of 2022. It'll be the resumption of the almighty era. And Lashley says, I can't wait to see, to feel Brock tap out to the hurt lock. Yeah. 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 Uh, then we got Liv Morgan versus Becky Lynch. This match was a lot of fun. It had some good creative spots in it. Yeah, it was a lot uh, of fun. Early on, Beth, or sorry, not Beth, Liv was aggressive, like immediately hitting Becky with code breaker center out of the ring. She slammed yeah. her head into the table. Um, and in, in some respects, this match, not to the same degree, but it, it reminded me of certain story beats of Champa and Braun Breaker where anytime Becky was in trouble, she'd roll out of the ring and try to lure Liv into some sort yeah. of situation that would allow Becky to get the upper hand again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, playing off the idea that Becky has a wealth of experience, whereas relatively speaking, Liv, compared to Becky, doesn't have the same experience level. Um, eventually, uh, so th- there's a spot where uh, where there's a, so Liv hits like an arm ringer off the top, puts Becky into the rings of Saturn. Becky leans back to roll her up. Um, she kicks uh, Liv kicks out, and then Becky's like holding on to the ropes, not mm-hmm. letting go, and Liv is trying to pull her off. 
Mm-hmm. And the ref eventually breaks it up, so Becky's leaning against the ropes. Liv goes for her finish. Becky blocks that and hits a manhandle slam to get the win. It looked like also Becky was trying to reach her feet to the ropes mm-hmm. and was just like like half a foot yeah, about six too far away. Yeah. And uh, But I wonder if the plan, just to maybe protect Liv a little bit more and to further advance the story of Becky having to cheat, making those little cheats to win. Yeah. Um, if that was supposed to be the plan, certainly it seemed like she was reaching for it, but I think yes. she realized, oh, this is too far away. I just have to, yeah. you know, deal with it. So, um, so yeah, good showing for, for Liv. Yeah, Martin. it really was. It was. It was. It's kind of weird, though. Like, some people here in chat are reminding me here. The ref for this match was counting slow. It was like the face ref in AAA, man. These these counts were like. Yeah. Oh, that uh, sunset flip powerbomb spot that Liv did was awesome. That was sick. That was, that was awesome. rad. That was really cool. Yeah. No, this is a fun match. I hope Liv continues to progress in the ring because she's a lot of fun. Yeah, she is. She is. Uh, after that, we had a Seth Rollins interview. He says tonight was supposed to be a one-on-one match for him. Then Kevin Owens lied his way in. Then Bobby Lashley bullied his way into the match. And now Brock, he's brocked his way into the match. Wow. So what am I going to do? Can't divulge my tactics, but the four other men in this match have something in common that gives me the advantage. They're not me. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go out there and do what I do better than anyone on the planet, stomp heads and win. This was a fun promo. What am I going to do? Yeah. He was very over the top. He was. After that, they replayed uh, or they played Johnny Knoxville's Instagram video where he declared for the Rumbles. So I'm assuming the Jackass movie's coming out sometime later this month, I would assume. Uh, it seems, yeah, it would seem to be the case. As that a tie-in? It seemed to be the case, yes. I don't, look, I, at this, it's one thing when these dudes are in their 20s. He's in his late 40s now, probably. Sounds about right. I don't want to see him do stuff anymore. I don't even know if I want to see this early February. Okay, it comes out in early February. I don't know, are you, are you looking forward to this Jackass movie? It's missing too many people. Like, rest in peace, Ryan Dunn, man. He was my favorite. Yeah. He was absolutely my favorite. Yeah. Bam has his own set of problems. He ain't in the movie. I like the Pontius is in it. I like Pontius a lot. Yeah, but, you know, it, it's it's they're getting up there in years. Again, in your 20s, your body can handle these stunts and recover from these stunts quicker than you, they can now. Plus, there's years of accumulated damage from said stunts. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm assuming they're Knoxville's not- 50. Oh, wow. So I'm assuming they're not going to put a bunch of stuff in the movie where these guys get like seriously injured. They were in the hospital like two days after they started filming. That's true. (laughs) Um, So like I'm I'm be sitting there watching this movie is like, is that the stunt that put them in the hospital? Is that the stunt that put them in the hospital? You know? I know. I know. It's like what? It's just like like I said. It's like watching a GCW pay per view. Like, oh, why are they doing this? Why is he eating glass? But but Um, but instead of like you know Akira or or Ninja Mac, it's all Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) <laughs> well yeah yeah exactly exactly shout out to jeff i gotta watch that show i think i bought the whole bundle oh. um I'll, I'll send you my my login if you can yeah the you whole card the is jeff just jarrett the whole stuff. the whole cast is jeff jeff it's just jeff jarrett every time i turn on a gcw show shane mercer's making his a, a, entrance i don't know what it is with me and shane mercer that dude is awesome that dude has got crazy strength mm-hmm Shout out to Shane Mercer. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, after that, we had our main event. It's fun Seth match. Rollins, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, Big E, Brock Lesnar. It was one of those matches where as soon as the bell rang, it was it was chaos and destruction, and it didn't let up until the, the match ended. Oh, man. Dude, this was nuts. This was, of course, we got early German suplexes to, like, everybody. everybody. 
Well, like Seth and Seth and Kevin, while Big E and Lashley, like they didn't even do the split, split screen thing, but those dudes were doing their own thing out there. Uh, they come in, start eating a bunch of stuff. Big E clotheslines Brock out of the ring. Lashley goes out, rams Big E into the ring post, spears Brock through the barricade. Is like the first big, you know, mm-hmm. OMG moment, if mm-hmm. you will. He hit Y and triangle or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, you know, some action happens back in the ring again. Eventually, Brock stumbles back. Uh, Seth hits up from the barricade, still on the floor, though. Seth hits him with a suicide dive and it holds him down so Owens can hit him with a frog splash. And then Owens and Seth, they get the ring steps. They hit Lashley and Brock with them. They clear off the announce table. They look to suplex Lashley through it. However, Lashley fights them off. Instead, Big E hits an Uranagi on Lashley through the table. Uh, uh, Kevin Owens hits Big E with a super kick. And then Seth and Kevin Owens hit Brock with a DDT on the ring steps. Back in the ring, uh, more action. Seth is looking for a stomp on Big E. Brock catches him, starts doling out F5s. So Seth gets one. Big E gets one. Owens is about to get one. He tries to reverse it into a stunner. No, he gets an F5-2, but as soon as Brock gets up from that, Lashley hits him with the spear, gets a two, and then sinks in the hurt lock on Brock, and that was great. Brock was selling the hell out of it. Oh, he was selling it big time. His face is all purple and Yeah, everything. it was great. And so Big E breaks that up. He hits Lashley with a big ending. He's looking to hit one on Brock. Instead, Brock escapes, hits one F5, just one F5 to get the win. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oof. Oh, you put the stinker on it there. One F5. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, Muted Mayday here in our Twitch chat mentions, and I, I want to mention this really quick. I'm glad there wasn't any tension between Seth and Kevin Owens. Now that that WWE title is locked up, locked up, because what did I say before all this? They have several, multiple sort of A minus superstars. They all could grab at that title. Now they got an A plus guy with Brock Lesnar. That ain't going nowhere anytime soon, unless it's maybe to Bob Lashley, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, Seth and Kevin Owens can now enter the tag division, mm-hmm. and Ooh, maybe we get them versus the, RK Bro. I know, imagine they're the ones that lead to the breakup of RK Bro. That's decent Ooh, stuff. That's a hot match right that's there, man. That's decent stuff there. That's really good stuff right there. Yeah, uh, they start going on a tear up the tag ranks. Yeah. People in chat are making a point that Brock did hit Big E with an F5 earlier. The, the, the idea is so, uh, several matches has taken Brock more than one F5 to, to win at the finish. That's what I was yeah. Re- referring to. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Um, White Brownie says Kevin Owens post-match interview tease that he wants to go after the tag titles with Seth. Uh-huh. That's going to be a hell That'd of a feud. Good. That'd be good. Imagine, imagine if they're together through next draft and Sammy gets drafted to Raw. Oh man! Oh wow! Look at this. We're booking, That's good stuff. We're booking this stuff. We're booking it. We well. book Raw. Let's bring it back. Let's bring back. We book Raw. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Gaming with Cage. We'll take a couple questions. If you guys want to highlight some messages, we'll take some questions. Uh, Gaming with Cage says, "How will the Usos versus New Day feud be remembered thirty years from now? Are they this generation's version of the Von Erichs versus the Fabulous Freebirds?" I think this is absolutely 100%. I don't think I can, I can't think of like a different, it's going to be in terms of tag rivalries, it's going to be an all time. Yeah. An all t- all time. Yeah. Like I'm saying over the great stuff between Edge and Christian, the Hardys, uh, uh, Team 3D, the Dudley Boys, um, it's going to be better than all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hugely remembered. Yeah. Huge. Some of the moments, some of the matches they had are, are just absolutely spectacular. Yeah. It's going to be remembered 
exceptionally fondly. Dang MQ here has the jackass cast members' ages. Steve O is 47. Wee Man is 48. Chris Pontius is 47. Danger Dave England is 52. And oh, I'm sorry, no, Dave England's 52. And Danger uh, Aaron is 45. So, yeah. Uh, White Brownie uh, says, so after tonight, is it clear for you guys who could possibly win the Rumble? No. I think it's a lot no. more open now, especially if, if Lashley versus Brock happens at the Rumble. It kind of feels like an open field. My, I don't want them to do Big E that dirty. Give him the Rumble rematch. Let Lashley win the Rumble. Lashley Brock at Mania. Oh God, how about you do this? Goldberg wins the Rumble. <laughs> Brock Goldberg at Mania. That would be so bad. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Hmm. Or how about this? Seth wins the Rumble. Brock and Roman do title unification. Seth enters that match because he won the Rumble. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate we appreciate all the people for hanging out with us Thank during you so much. Thank you so the much. stream. Uh, uh, be safe out there, everybody. It's a new year. Let's try to make it a good one. And uh, thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now. All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.